0: All right, everybody, we are back in here, and let me get a sound check real quick before we get to run our mouth again. We got AJ working on the uh, RV, and I'm working on the sound. So,
1: (laughs) yep, still no word from AJ, so I don't know. I don't think it's going that good out there.
0: Yeah. Anybody that's jumped on, give me a quick sound check so I know we're good, and we'll get to to get to going here. All right, David Cruz gives me the OK symbol, so we are good. So. Once again, welcome back to KBN Live. We got Christine Fisher with us tonight. We got Ryan on the phone. Uh, while we were on mute, we were talking about you guys and new setup on the road and your new RV. And AJ was outside working on it. Uh, tell us a little bit how that's going so far.
1: Well, this is our first um, official night staying in this thing full time. We got some groceries. Um, we're officially moved in, um, and we don't have any water. We just got power, so it's it's going to be um, it's going to be an adventure, but. It's, it's been, it'll be fun. Um, it's a good setup. We got our kayaks in and, uh, we're in South Carolina right now. I'm going to fish the, uh, Lake Murray tournament on Saturday. Um, and AJ is working a, a dealer, um, event on Friday. We're going to help, help do that Thursday, Friday. So, um, it we're in full swing with our season and, and on the road and everything. So it's going to be kind of nonstop from here on out and it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting.
0: Yeah, is that a KBF trail? It, no, that's the Hobie BOS Open.
1: No. Right yeah, now. that's a Hobie BOS Open, um, unlike Murray, South Carolina.
0: Right. Y'all didn't make that long drive to Shasta.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
2: How many boats do you guys have with you?
1: We've got three with us right... God. <laughs> we got three with us right now.
0: So, you're, th- you're there like Murray... You just got done. What was it? Two weeks ago on Chickama- Chickamauga. Chickamauga. Mm-hmm. Uh The event went off great. It was it was fun to watch from a distance. Tell somebody a little bit about how that went for you and uh, how that week went.
1: Um, well, I I think you know for for Hobie's first open, um, I don't I don't think they could have done much better um, on how they ran that event, uh, how everything. It, it was incredibly smooth. Um, aside from the obvious. Extreme flooding that you know threw like seventy percent of the field a huge curveball. Um, the event was flawless. I thought they did a great job of highlighting the anglers. I love the interviews and the the Kevin Nakata did phenomenal at doing some of the live updates throughout the day. Um, I know he and AJ and Michael worked really hard to um, you know make this event something really special. And I do know that the events following this, you know, they're only going to continue to improve on how how they run things um, and how everything's going to be organized from here on out. Um, but overall, like the fishing, the free fishing was great. I think most people can agree with me that they found a pretty solid pattern free fishing and that obviously didn't hold up for the majority of us with you know, the <laughs> water rising. Ryan can attest to that. Uh, I think it rose what Ryan, like eight feet overnight, yes. not even overnight for a matter of hours. Um, yeah, it got so that, ugly quick. It it did, uh, it did. But I mean, still, I I still left that event uh, not really that upset. It was it was a great feeling. Um, didn't have the finish that I personally wanted or expected, but you know that's that's how it goes sometimes.
0: Yeah, I know from a distance. Uh, all you know, the weeks leading up to it, I was seeing all the giants come in in the pre-fishing. And yeah, champion. Pe- I had no plans to go, but it made me want to go, and I was you know. Yeah. And how can I call in sick or do something to get over there? But uh, right. still fun to watch from a distance. I thought they did a great job with the live updates and the uh, each day with the tournament recaps. It, it was you know fun to watch from afar, even though I couldn't be there. So they did a great job with this. So.
1: Agreed.
0: So I know uh, a lot of people have chimed in today. They were anxious to watch this tonight. Uh, some opinions have been floating around about some some new things that are going out there on this. I'm going to call it the USA Bassin Pan Am event coming up uh, soon, or I guess soon, is it this fall, summer? I'm not even really hip to the details other than the, the actual team that got put together.
1: Uh, uh, it's, in the, it's in the summer.
0: Okay, in the summer. I think the, the big sticking point or the talking point is the actual makeup of the team and how it got put together, and I know there's some opinions floating right out there, so I know, Christine, you have your own. Ryan,
2: you have a few on it, so uh, let's dive into that and talk about that a little bit.
1: You want to shoot off first, Ryan, or would you like me to take that?
2: <laughs> well, since you offered, <laughs> uh, I, I just—I mean, there's some there's some really great anglers that that are that are representing the the men's side of the, the field. You know, I mean, some names are very familiar with from uh, you know seeing them at the at the top of the top of tournaments. I don't. I don't really know personally how the selection process took place. I mean, you know, there's some, there's some recognized guys on there. Um, I I think maybe, you know, to be representing team USA, you know, like Hobie does the Hobie world. So their selection process is is actually qualifiers from, from winning tournaments, you know, that that puts you onto this team instead of just kind of a, you know, sort of random draw or however it worked out. Uh, I mean, I think that would have been cool maybe to even host like a qualifying tournament on that body of water. So that way, not only are you getting top performing tournament anglers, but you're also getting people that show that they can perform on, on that type of water. I, I don't know if you guys know a lot about Center Hill, but it is a deep, deep, deep clear lake. Uh, we had our state championship up there Two years ago, and you go like literally six feet off the bank, and you're in 60 feet of water. I mean, it's not it's not going to be uh, easy to pick up on, you know, if, you, if you're not used to fishing that style. So, I, I mean, I think that might have might have been a little better uh, way to go about things as far as team selection. and <laughs> And it's funny to me that uh, that Eric Jackson is the is the captain. I mean, I know Jackson's sponsoring it, but uh, when you think kayak fishing, you don't really think of uh, of EJ like kicking people's teeth in. So, we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um that was kind of my my big thing was, you know, if you're going to and I may be speaking out of context here because I know I did get, receive um a majority of the emails with the information on this, but um that were those were my thoughts too. If you're going to if you, if you if you want our sport to be taken seriously, and you want to have a legitimate shot of making this something bigger than it is, I think having a good representation, well, let let me take that back, not a good representation, Um, having a qualifier, like Brian said, you know, leading up to this, I think that could have built a lot of hype and it could have made this more of a, you know, an actual team Um, having a try, you know, a tryout, but like with anything like that, there are, certain qualifications to meet to make a team like that um, I think I, it would have been kind of neat to see that and maybe they have plans for that down the road I would hope they would um, and maybe someone in the comments that knows a little more about that can can fill us in but those those were kind of my initial thoughts about that also was I, it'd be neat to see a qualifier that could definitely um, add some validity and some a, a little more Legitimacy to the whole the whole deal.
2: They always could. Have, it's hard to identify how much of it's for publicity and how much of it's for like the sport.
1: Right. Right. You
0: know, they right. always could have jumped in and used the KBN rankings. Just
2: pulled the top twelve or something. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. I mean, that, no, but I mean, you made a good point earlier. You know, when Mark kind of made that tongue in cheek post. Uh, you know, I mean, several of the top the top guys. You know, in your little uh compiled numbers are, are in the in the USA team selection and and that's great. I mean, there's no doubt there's some great anglers in there. I just think, you know, maybe uh, if there was like some sort of structured uh, qualifying system would have been pretty cool to see. Right.
1: I agree. Um, I, I would like to almost preface my thoughts by saying uh, I do, you know, I think all of us have a lot of good friends that are fishing this, and a lot of incredible anglers are on this team. And so, there's, there's, in no way do I want to um, not encourage those that have uh, chosen to do this. I want to, I've made that pretty clear in a lot of my posts. Um, I did get an email and an offer to to compete in this, and I did um, decline for several reasons. Um, that we can talk about or not talk about if you guys would like to.
2: We can talk about, please.
1: Um, well, there were two. So the biggest, the first thing that kind of stuck out was obviously, uh, for those that know me, I, I have a, a slightly strong opinion on the segregating of, of men and women in this sport, um, especially when they're, fishing is not an advantageous sport, whether you're a, a male or a female. Um, so when I first got that email, Uh, it was initially scheduled on the KBF St. Clair. And I'm planning on fishing the KBF St. Clair Trail. I know AJ and I both are really excited about that one. So I emailed back and said, uh, I have to decline for two reasons. One is a schedule conflict. Two, I personally, you know, don't believe that this is a good look for our sport. And it certainly isn't a good look for serious women that, you know, or have been trying really hard to be taken seriously in this. And uh, we went back and forth for a little bit. They ended up moving the date a couple times, and it now falls on the Hobie open on, like, fork. Um, and one of the email responses I got back in response to my, uh, the male and female deal was something along the lines of, you know, the first reason is with Olympic sports, the men and women are always in separate classes. And with that reason, I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I do understand and I, that's fine there. Uh, the second reason being this was his personal opinion um, and beliefs is that he said um, me, I don't want to try to paraphrase this as much as I can. He wanted to give women a bigger voice in kayak fishing and to, as of yet the, the a percentage of women that have done well in tournaments or won tournaments is extremely small. So at this deal, there would be a women or there'd be a woman that would win every single event that would get media (laughs) attention and Yada 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 Um, and that that didn't sit very well with me Um, so I Politely declined the invitation to fish that Uh, I don't think that that the first reason I understand the olympic men and women That's fine. Don't agree, but I understand but the second deal it almost feels like it's a pity stage or a pity deal for for women to get more attention or have a voice. And if, if, if I want to have a bigger voice in the sport, I want to be competing against the best people in the country. And I want, I don't want to compete against a a group of women. I want to compete against everybody, women, males, all of it. Um, So that, that second comment just kind of didn't sit real well with me. And that was, that was a big reason uh, why I decided not to participate in that. Got-
2: I mean, I think that's pretty, pretty understandable, especially like, as competitive as you are, you know. To to say, oh well, you know, I I, I didn't win the overall division, but I did win the women's. Yeah. You know, like here's your trophy. Thanks for showing right. up because we put you in a in a separate division. Like that's not. I don't think that well, really drives. Well, and I, I don't in. know
1: he. I don't know if he knew who who he was talking to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I think you know, maybe the majority of women in the sport that wouldn't rub them the wrong way, and it may be a way that they could build some confidence, or I um, mean, or I'm not sure. It's getting into the tournament deal, or it, it wasn't necessarily a bad look. But for me, that just it didn't personally align with what my priorities and what my goals are in that regard.
0: We've got some ladies chiming in on here, you know. Aaron Mathis says, here's your your participation trophy for being a girl. And and that's the kind of the.
1: That's the vibe I got. It's like here, women don't win. So let's give them a chance where they can win. And there will be a a woman that will win at every single event. Like, man, I just, that was tough for me. Um, And I've got, you know, Jean Wilson is one of my heroes. I am her biggest fan. And she's doing this. And I hope that she goes out there and just crushes it and, um, like I said, I, I posted this in a lot of my women's only groups and got some feedback, and most of the women agreed that they didn't want it to be segregated, um, and it is. So it, it'll just be interesting to kind of see how that'll plays out, but I, I could not really respect that response.
0: Getting a lot of-
2: And, and I mean, to, to the point to say that, you know, you don't see women winning, winning. many kayak tournaments, I mean, what, what's the ratio of guys to girls and kayak fishing right now? Like, I mean, it's, that's, yeah, I don't know. That's my point. There, there were two a of us, though, like, myself
1: and Terry at the Hobie event. Um, and I think Alicia was the only one at the KBF Santee event, if I'm not mistaken. So that's three women out of three giant national events in one weekend. So that's, that's not really fair to say that it's because we can't win. It's just, there's not, there's not many of us that, that go and fish these giant events, you know, at the national stuff. I see Jesse Mitchell. I'll see Terry. I know I see Valerie Grant down at the TOC almost every year. Um, but aside from that, there, there's not many that, that'll do that. So it's it's not a, we can't, we don't have the talent or the ability. It's just our num- the numbers aren't there yet, in my opinion.
2: I agree.
0: Yeah. That's true. You know, even in our, our local uh, trails that I help run here, uh, when we first started, godly, five or six years ago, we actually, with good intention, started a top women angler, or top woman angler award in the tournament. But after a year or two of doing that, we stopped that, number one, because some of our top women anglers were winning anyway. And number two, it, it, it seemed like, wait a minute, are we, are we kind of unintentionally degrading the talent of these lady anglers by having this award, so we stopped doing it? Uh, right. Because, you know, I fished against you, and, and there's some ladies here locally that whatever, they kick everybody's butt regardless of say that. Like you said, it doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Craig Dyer. I mean,
2: I understand, there. like, you know, how they do, like, a youth division or whatever. We used to do a youth division at our, our kayak trail. I, I get that part because you're taking younger, less experienced anglers and putting them together, but you don't do, like, a youth trail and then a youth boys and a youth girls like that. You know, right. like, I mean, how far do you need to break things down in a sport like you say, Christine, where it's not advantageous, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, yeah. 6'5", 280 and bench press four hundred pounds. It doesn't matter. You're still going out and catching fish like that. None, none of the
1: physical attributes are really helping you at all. Right. Hey, if, those are my initial thoughts as well.
0: If we're going to take, go ahead, Jeff. Olympic, if we're going to take the Olympic angle on this, apparently it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman anyway to participate in different sports. If you've been watching the news lately. What's that? I said lately, if you've been watching the news in the in the in the Olympics, I guess they're allowing <laughs> biological.
2: You can identify as anything.
0: Cross over to different ends. Oh. really? Matter.
1: <laughs> Got you now. <laughs> uh,
2: so so actually, to that point, is there going to be some sort of certification process to figure <laughs> to figure out which team you're actually on?
0: You, how know. you feel that day, Ryan? <laughs> Get you in there. <laughs>
2: uh, oh
0: man. Craig Dye actually had a big uh, response here per. Tony Forte, I guess he's the board of directors guy for USA Bass, saying future teams will will follow a more rigid qualification selection process. The primary criteria is your physical prowess, engagement, and status in your sport, and your ability to act as a promoter for the event. That last part's kind of strange that they would consider your
1: ability to act as a
0: promoter for the event.
1: It sounds like a mark, like even more of a marketing deal. but, the, but did I miss? Are they are they are going to have some qualifiers for future events from here on out?
0: Right. It said this year they used the input from industry and tournament organizers to select the team. Future teams will follow a more rigid qualification and selection process. It Doesn't say how, but I guess they are looking at something. Hmm. Chris Payne actually caught that as well. He said, You're, "This gives me pause. Your ability to act as a promoter for the event it just seemed kind of odd."
1: What's that, Jeff? You're breaking up a little bit for my end anyway.
0: Uh, Chris Payne caught that same thing, the the ability to act as a promoter. He actually picked up on
1: that and found that. Yeah, that, that is a little interesting. Uh.
2: <laughs> Chris Payne probably posted the funniest meme that, I've, that I looked at today uh, on, on that post. Oh, oh, man. That was
0: good. Jordan Marshall, hashtag social media stars. That's what he just threw in there. I mean, it really shouldn't be about that. It should be about, you know, your talent as an angler. How did you have you competed in tournaments around the country?
1: Um, right. Not so sure. And a national level events. Um, right. I, I would think that in order to have a, a Team USA, I would really hope that you would have the best representation of our country. Um, and I, I would hope that maybe this will help with some feedback that, you know, they, they can have a qualifier and have people actually compete. And that's something that if, if that were the case, you know, I think it would probably spark the interest of more legitimate anglers out there, to be honest. Think, I
2: think about how good of a tournament that would be too. If you did, if you did a qualifier, you know, wherever it is, just think of the people that would show up for that tournament, just knowing that they were competing to, you know, for because the of team country. USA, right. like that's what you get if
1: you win. So uh, I think that'd be huge. Absolutely. You know,
0: one thing I want to say, uh, you know, I appreciate Craig Guy and some others being on this thread here. It's just because we want to discuss this stuff. A lot of people immediately jump to saying, oh, God, here goes some people. They're haters. Hate. It's, it's not that at all. You know, just want to discuss an event and some of the ins and outs of what's wrong and what's right with it. You know, that's good. It doesn't mean you're a hater. It doesn't mean we're trying to throw shade on the event, but it's definitely worth talking about.
1: For sure. I, every, every one of us are here for the exact same reason. We love this sport. We want to see this sport grow. We want to promote the sport. Um, but our, but we're the anglers. Our feedback is imperative to the success of the sport. And we all want to see something, uh, the, the best representation of something that can push us to the next level. And I think that the feedback and the honest feedback is can be really important. Um, and there's in no way do I disrespect or You know, look down upon anybody that chooses to do this. I made that very clear in the women's groups when I informed them I was declining. Um, It doesn't mean that I don't think they should, or I I think that they're less, you know, serious because they're accepting to do this. Um, That's not the case at all. I've got a lot of great friends that are that are going to be fishing, competing in this deal, and I don't think any of us are looking down on any of them for for that. Um, It's just it's a good thing to, to discuss and maybe help them see ways they can improve on the future to make this a, an actual legitimate deal.
0: Certainly, because who wouldn't want to, you know, even people that aren't in Hobie strive to get to the Hobie worlds to represent TV USA. Uh,
1: Absolutely. It be the
0: same, same sort of deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to get there. There's a bunch of comments flying in I'm trying to get through. You know, somebody said something about Eric Jackson being the captain and I think, the last part of that uh, deal that Craig posted about being a quality promoter of the event, uh, Eric Jackson and, and Chad Hoover, of course, are on the team, neither one of which compete in Kaivin. I've convinced that I've ever made you know, regularity or that I've ever seen. But most, both of them, obviously, are influencers. So maybe that's mm-hmm. you know, obviously why they them on there, too.
1: To- and that plays into the marketing side of it, the promoting side of it.
0: Neil Smith says he just wants to see the folks that are great anglers anglers being put up there with no other attributes. I appreciate that.
2: I mean, I definitely, I mean, I see that side of it. Like, you know, you don't let the CEO of Nike play on the Olympic basketball team. So
1: thank God.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seems to me Sorry, Tom, my mic's breaking up. But it seems to me that uh, one easy solution, if they were going to bring Hoover in on this, would be to have somehow brought in the KBFAOI points or the national championship or something to pick these anglers and, and, you know, leave that spot open for somebody else or those two spots. Not that that would be the best way, but that would be, you know, another way.
1: Right. And I mean, it's just tough for a lot of us. I mean, it, it falls right on the, the Hobie bass open on fork. And I know some of the best guys in the country are going to be making their way to fork. Um, and it, I think this was kind of a last minute thing for them. And I know they were scrambling to find an open weekend and with as much stuff as we have, we're, we're, it's both a blessing and a curse. There aren't a lot of open weekends to do this, but I know that, um, my, I I've committed to the Hobie series and aside from the, the male female deal, I still wouldn't do it because that's – I want to compete against those people at Lake Fork, males, females, all of it, for a chance to will be Worlds, for a big payday, and that prestige that comes along with that. So it's just tough having that that schedule conflict there also. Sure.
2: Was there some kind of schedule conflict like a week before or a week after or something, or was it just – I mean, was that the only possible weekend –
1: I know that the first two original dates I got, they were both KBF dates. Um, Chad actually called me to, to ask me to do this. I said, Chad, that's that's the St. Clair event. I'm going to go to St. Clair, and he's like, Oh yeah, I probably will too. <laughs> and I hope he does. And that's going to be that was a huge deal for them last year. And I know a bunch of us will go to St. Clair to fish the KBF deal. So I know they moved it from that. I think it fell in another KBF deal, and then they rescheduled it again, and, and it's a conflict with the Hobie event. So I'm assuming they just couldn't find an open weekend.
0: Gotcha. Well, hopefully, like some of these people have said, that they are going to try to modify it, grow it after this year, maybe listen to some of the feedback from, from others and, and change the format. Uh-huh. Even if they wanted to invite lady anglers specifically, it still should be one team. Not based on just give me a female angler, but give me the top 10 anglers for the event. Right. Don't you agree, Christine? I mean, I, do you want to be included just because you're a female or because you're one of the best 10 anglers? Or, you know?
1: Oh, Jeff, I think you know the answer to that.
0: I do. I do.
1: <laughs> probably all too well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll probably feel the fury of that when I'm at because I'll be there for that whole event. Shoot. We'll
1: see. I think we'll all feel the fury from uh, Guillermo and yeah. uh, his if his deep bite's on. We're all in big trouble. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. Most people saying if there's enough feedback from the kayak community, some things or most things will likely change. It's from Corey Sherman, and that's really true. And that's why discussions like this are important. And discussions on different social media outlets are important. Uh, there's a right and wrong way, obviously, to get your opinion out there, but but having that talk in public is okay it's a good thing.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. It's, it's constructive. Uh, it's definitely constructive.
0: Very much unlike the ice fishing post that went on for 600 comments yesterday.
2: <laughs> I, I still can't, I, I can't wrap my head around what happened there. I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, there's a dude sitting in a kayak on some ice. I don't know where, uh, where it went from there.
0: Yeah. That's the most, uh, unbelievable thread we've had almost I don't really understand how it picked up legs like that other than Jim Clark kept it going I believe
2: It's it really is sad when Jim has to explain anything to anyone
0: hey <laughs> uh, Rich Shrek and Ghost said don't worry he's stealing G's graph before 4 so we're good
2: <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it Rich
0: Trying to get caught up on some of these comments here. There's guys... I'll encourage you guys to go back and read all these because there's some folks chiming in with some really long replies to how and why they did this. I don't want to get on here and read them all, but it seems like some guys have some better information than than we already had. Steve Owens uh, throwing some fire out there.
1: What What Steve-O got got to say.
0: (laughs) I'm going to try to read this. It's kind of long, so bear with me. Says Barry right. Jackson has the contact and the experience with these people. However, after the FLW, with his help, treating us like we are a sideshow. When a person with a dang clue, uh, when does a person with a dang clue get to represent us? At some point, stuff like this, big interest, big industry folks are seeing on their plate, and eventually just tell us to kick rocks without being taken seriously. And I think he's referring back to the FLW kayak division that was being kicked around where they were kind of being treated like a, or thought we were going to be treated like a sideshow there.
2: Um, yeah, where it was like a single single launch access tournament, like just from the Kentucky Dam or something like that. Right. I remember that last year.
0: Yeah, people saying preach on, steve So you need to go back and read that whole thing. Oh, Lord. AJ's out there chiming in. He's not doing his job.
1: He just got in here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just what say? But uh anything else you wanna say on that topic, guys? Ryan, Christine?
2: No, I'm I mean good luck to, to the folks, you know, representing uh Team USA. I uh, hope we hope we win it. I know I guarantee you Craig is gonna go out there and head right back out to the spot we fished two years ago and, and bring in some smallmouths. So He's my he's my number one pick. If you gotta watch somebody do it on on Team USA,
1: I think so too. I, I, Jamie Dennison might be up there also. I always Jamie Dennison's a sleeper on that. Um, I hope I said I hope this turns out to be a really good deal, and I hope things they may you know change some some rules going forward. Um, I wish it nothing but the best, and I hope they do well. I'll be watching from like Fork, so.
0: I didn't see where, where are they hosting that with? Is it a attorney X deal? Is it high angler deal? Uh,
1: I'm not actually not sure.
0: I haven't seen anything behind that or about that yet. And do we know how many teams are in it from other, what other countries, anything like that?
1: I know Canada's got one. I want to talk to us, the Canadians, um, Canada, I think Costa Rica. Uh, don't quote me on that. That's all I know so far
2: Alabama, do they have one?
1: <laughs> Jim Clark, <you> there?
2: <laughs> it's Jim and his cousin and three catfish. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, of course I'm pulling for Cody Milton, the Arkansas boy. Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, there's Ron Champion, Jason Broach. I mean, this is Matt Ball. And those guys are – it's full
1: yeah, of the – Yeah, there's a lot of good guys on that list. No, sure. there's solid sticks on there, but
2: I, I'm just saying I've seen Craig do it before and he knows exactly where to go. Right.
0: Well, uh, I know, Christine, you guys are out South Carolina now getting ready for the BOS event. What's next? Are you heading to Shreveport anytime soon? Are you all fishing the national championship, or what's going on? We,
1: we are. Um, I'm actually on a, a, a team deal. Um, we, we have the Bassmaster Classic next weekend. Um, and at, right after that, I think we're going to roll down to Shreveport a few days early. I think we're going to have a, a good you know six, seven days down there before the tournament starts, we're hoping. Um, knock on wood. So, we got the Bassmaster Classic, we'll be there for a few days, and then we're going to roll down the tree port. So, we will be there see everybody and have a good time with that.
0: Are you guys staying on site there at the at Is there oh, any, yeah or are you staying on the lake?
1: Um, AJ has done some research on a couple campgrounds in the area. Apparently, he said there's there's two of them that have private ponds. So, if we can't catch any fish on Cattle Cross or Bistonell or any of that, we can at least come back and fish the <laughs> ponds and hopefully hook into something. <laughs>
2: Well, with the rain they've had, those private ponds may actually be accessible. Reservoirs,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have plenty of water to fish.
2: So what's your process? Like, take us through, like, you know, a big tournament like this, five or six different lakes that you can fish. Uh, You know, what's your process? Like, breaking down the water, like, map, study, you know, not specifics, but but what, you know, how do you kind of dissect?
1: Um, well, where this, to
2: start your free fishing.
1: With this particular situation, you have to take an accountability that there are, what, we've got 480 anglers. Um, and the way I look at it is you've got two of those lakes are the most talked about, the most, you know, popular, I would say, big bass lakes. And that's something I would assume that is going to get a lot of pressure. Um, you have to look at, I know there's a Salvinia problem down there. So I've been doing a little bit of research on the water and, my my deal is I think that the the tournament honestly could be won on any one of those lakes. Um, now the whole after the, the the cut and then you move everybody to the Red River if it's still fishable that obviously throws some curveballs. Uh, me personally, I don't think I'm gonna spend any time on the Red River pre-fishing at all. Um,
2: I don't I, know that the Red River is even gonna be fishable. My buddy he that's he my sent thoughts. me a picture from his aunt's house and it's on 12 foot stilts and the water's all the way up to the to the porch on their,
1: on right. their house. So right. a lot of water. Exactly. So I, I don't, I'm kind of counting that out. Um, I think that, you know, with, I think that the, the bike could be really, really good. Um, it, 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 we could hit it just right for the first time in years, the national championship, or the fishing could be incredible, and I think a lot of guys are going to catch some good fish. Um, the way I'm looking at it, I, I don't like to fish with the crowds, so I'm hoping to find something on a a body of water that may be overlooked but holds really good numbers. Um, that's that's probably what I'll say about that.
2: I mean, it looks like a great, you know, I, all all the three lakes that I've looked at, you know, it looks like it's a lot of flooded cypress. It's going to be a lot of, of fun, you know, shallow water banging a oh, yeah. bait around. <laughs> I'm, Absolutely. I'm pretty excited about the bite. Of it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are um, it is definitely, obviously, those bodies of water are very shallow, and they will be shallow. There's, there's all kinds of. The problem is, is you can't, you can't throw out enough cypress trees. You know, it's yeah. you've got all kinds of of areas where those fish could be. So I think you're gonna have to understand and learn what those fish are keying in on, and apply that to the bodies of water and try to find something that works.
0: Now, have you been down there before, Christine? Not once. I haven't
1: eaten. I'm excited, though. It looks like a beautiful area. Um, so, too big it's time.
2: Yeah, uh, It's full of good people and good food. I guarantee I'll probably gain 8 or 10 pounds while we're down there.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. My son actually
1: is so trying
0: to get him to uh, get around and give me the doc talk about what's going on. So. Very good. Let's see. What else we got here? Do you guys do you guys heard anything when they're going to announce if the reds off limits Is they going to determine that? Right. Um I think Monday. This this coming Monday, is that right?
1: Yeah, Chad did a live feed and said he's going to come up with some updates and announcements regarding um, the water restriction. I think if don't quote me on that, but I I believe he's going to have some more information on Monday.
0: Is that a huge announcement or is that something else?
1: That's something else.
0: Okay.
2: Have they put out a, the base scale yet?
0: Nah. No. No. important. We're still trying to figure it out if that dude was ice, ice fishing or not. We don't need a base no scale. <laughs> 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 All
2: right. I mean, it's only three weeks out. but.
0: Monday. Josh Booth said Monday. Hoover, Hoover said they're still working on it along with the boundaries. People talking about right. the crawfish down there It should be a good time. Uh, somebody earlier, Ryan said something about the KBN meetup. We're gonna try to pull off Tuesday night while we're there.
2: Yeah, man, we gotta find uh, we gotta find a trashy little hole in the wall that can accommodate us.
0: Yeah, need some locals Preferably to tell us what's up. up somewhere
2: without a metal detector They're right
0: on site, huh? Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. And uh, we, me, Shane, uh, Josh Evans, Aaron, uh, Cottrell, Jim Clark, we've all got a. Uh, We've got a house and uh, and twenty acres. If anybody wants to come over and uh, enjoy some after hours entertainment, you're more than welcome to.
0: Okay. So you're saying you're hosting it at your
2: house? I'm saying we're hosting a we're hosting a KBN meetup every night at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go ahead and apologize to Holly, our house mom, for putting that information out there, but I'm sorry.
0: You didn't give the address of the location, so you're safe for now.
2: Oh, I'm going to drop a pin. Don't worry.
0: Good deal. Well, I know, uh, Christine, you guys are still getting settled into your new digs on the road here. Uh, you have anything else you want to chime in with? And I'll see if there's any more questions out here for you before we let you get out of here for the night.
1: Um, one thing I do want to touch on, um, if there are any ladies watching, I don't know if you all have seen, but uh, myself and a few others are organizing a women's kayak fishing weekend. Um, it's going to be the second week in October after the native Titan tournament on Taney Como. And we're going to release, I'm working with Mel Isaacs out there. Um, and the, the the tourist Bureau on Taney Como, and it's, it's going to be a really, really, really neat deal. Um, we've got a lot of sponsors on board for that. And it's, it's basically going to be a whole weekend that's built to empower women to get into the sport, to learn more about the sport. Um, myself and several others are going to teach classes on, everything from backing up a trailer loading a kayak safety shallow water technique deep water technique um, rod everything electronics reading maps how to break down water so keep an eye out for that we're going to release some more information the next few weeks once we finalize the discounts we have on lodging and everything else so um that's kind of a neat thing that's that's meant to encourage more women to get into our sport or just see what it's about
0: I know uh, Mrs. Malat is fired up about coming to
2: that.
1: Yeah, very excited about so, that. Drag
2: her up there. Will, drop the, her off. will there be a photography slash promotion <laughs> course at
1: all? Yeah, taught by yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> of
2: course. The first lady of kayak fishing herself. Mark Ryan says he knows
0: dudes that can't back a trailer, so maybe some of them need to head up there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we recommend buddies to send to the trailer backing
1: course? They can't back up a trailer. I got some serious issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one one other thing too. um I just I just want to thank everybody that chimed in on the the recent social media post and stuck up for me on on my behalf. There were several of you, and uh, I'm I'm pretty pretty grateful to have all of you guys um, chiming in and and standing up for me when I'm not on the internet. So thank you guys for that.
0: (laughs) Where was that at? Did I miss the melee? What happened? Oh, you missed something.
2: Uh Uh, Some boy, some boy stepped in a bear trap a couple days ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was not good. Not a good deal.
2: (laughs) Don't don't mess with little sister. You got to know better than that.
0: That's right. Well, oh, we got people chiming in. What's this now? They're trying to go, trying to go get them. Oh, go back into that. <laughs> Ryan,
2: you want to fill that in? Uh, who was, was that? Was that Pendergrass post? Yeah. Was yeah, smart. it was his tongue in cheek. Uh, you know, he's kind of messing around, talking about, you know, women in bikinis and fishing rides, which is, uh, in case no one knows, that's a, a great hot button for Christine. <laughs> uh, but some <laughs> Christine, you made a comment on it, right? Didn't I he did at some point, Chris. Yeah, it,
1: it, and it was a little.
2: And I guess the guy didn't know who he was re- replying to necessarily, but yeah, kind of shot his mouth off a little bit and uh, and rubbed me and several other people in in the wrong direction. So I got you. had to had to let him know, you know, he may be out of bounds. You might want to Google her first before you start talking about her. It'd be cool. I got.
1: You. And he did reach out and private message me and apologize. So Ken and I are all good. Um, One thing though was kind of weird about one of his responses is that, or in his initial post, am I the only person who would rather sit down and talk to, like, Rick Klun and Jimmy Houston and Bill Dance than, like, the Guggen Squad? No. There's got to be more people that think my way.
2: I don't think I'd ever want to talk to the Guggen Squad anyway, to be honest
1: with you. Yeah. That was one of his points. The YouTube stars are more encouraging, inspiring to the fishing community than, than the old timers talking about fishing. Uh,
2: I don't know know about inspiring to the community. I mean, they're fishing for likes. That's where they make their money. So, of course, they're going to encourage more people to follow their channels and stuff. Not saying they don't, you know, there aren't some YouTube channels that do, you know, do good for the sport. But, I mean, that is where they get their income from. Uh, The old school guys, like I've talked to Jimmy Houston personally a couple times, and that guy's hilarious. If you ever, (laughs) if you can ever catch him in a budget motel parking lot, it's worth uh, 15 minutes of your time.
1: Yeah, those old boys, that's where it's at. I mean, I, I'd sit there and talk to them for hours. So that that's just, that's my, that's my opinion on that.
0: Well, I think there's a huge difference between these guys that are uh, really great at social media and YouTube, but th- who wants to talk to them is different than the people that want to talk to actual tournament fishermen and learn. That's a whole different crowd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, 18, 19-year-olds just want to be entertained. They're not really trying to learn how to win a tournament. So that's too-
1: very true. That's a great point
0: uh well hey i know that you guys are enjoying your new uh house on the road aj's probably sitting over there staring mm-hmm. at you so we won't keep you on that alone. tell him we said hello hope he got his deal he, out there
2: uh, he says hey
0: yeah and uh yeah we'll see you guys in a few weeks down in Shreveport. have fun over at the cool. classic and good luck this weekend on in uh lake murray is that right south carolina
1: Lake yeah, AJ's not allowing me to pre-fish at all and I've never been on the lake. I don't know anything about it. So uh don't 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 count on anything special, but we're gonna see what I can do. Hey,
2: all right. <laughs> hey I'll i I'll mail you some Ned rigs, you're gonna be in good shape.
1: Please. Thank you.
2: <laughs> all
0: right. Well, hey, you guys have a good night. That was fun. Thanks for coming on here and doing this. And uh mm-hmm. see you all again.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Mm-hmm. See you.
2: All right, see ya.